think the money line underdog is going to be significantly shorter. Really? So I will say that it will not surpass 8%. Okay. And okay. then I think the, the, the six-leg parlay could honestly grab 70%. Because there are only so many, like, money line underdogs that you – like, fairly Dickinson against Purdue, right? right? Like, one of those. Like, college football, every once in a while, you get, like, a 25-point underdog that hits outright. I feel like if you hit something like that, though, that'd be pretty sweet. And I, I feel like that, the the Fairleigh Dickinson thing would be so much better if we asked this question in March because it's so fresh in people's mind. Of course. But now, I mean, now that it's baseball season, like how many yeah. huge money line underdog bets you hitting in baseball? But you also have to think of it in terms of like you can get somebody live, you know. So like True. a baseball team could be up seven nothing, and you could get a team like thirty five to one, and you could cash them that way. So. I think a lot of people are going to read the question and they're going to think like, oh, just like money line, money line underdog from the start. You also got to think about like how many people I'm sure listening out there, like some of your best bets have probably been taking underdogs live, like in the moment. Like how many people probably took Jacksonville down 27 nothing to the Chargers because we all <laughs> knew that the Chargers were going to find a way to somehow they're make that game it. close. We didn't know if they would blow it. We knew Jacksonville would make a run and then obviously what happened happened, but you know, remember that Iowa-Michigan State college basketball game that we had earlier this oh, year yeah. when Iowa came back? I mean, like, hitting a bet like that, Denton, if you just throw down a few chin, you're like, oh, 50 to 1 right now for Iowa to win? Sure, why not? I'll sprinkle that. So with that in mind, can I interest you in a plus uh, 2,300 Boston Red Sox money line Is that what after they are? the Rays just went up 6 to 1? See, it's interesting, though, when you pose it that way. Like, isn't it exciting to hit, like, 23 to 1 if the Red Sox come back? No, and you're I, like, no, nah, the Red Sox ain't coming back. Like we watching this game, they are not coming back from this one. The, the Rays are just they are. The Rays have so much offense. I mean, they, they're about to hit the the over for this game was eight. Yeah, and they're about to hit it in inning number four. I asked Trista last night. I set the number at thirteen and a half for what the Rays' record will be to start the season before they record a loss. They're eleven to zero right now. If I said 13 and a half, then are you taking the over or are you taking the under? So did you pull that number 13 and a half, or do you know that that is the record? I actually pulled it. And so then, pulled it. And then Scott looked it up for us, and we found out that 13 was the record. 13 was the record. The 87 Brewers and 82 Braves. Is that right, Scott? I believe that to be yes. the case. Yes, something like that. Both in the 80s, Atlanta, Milwaukee. Right. And ironically, this is just a little-known uh, fact, the Brewers didn't make the postseason that year. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I would say... If they beat the Red Sox tonight, which they will, I would say I would take the over 13 and a half. Because they play the Red Sox again tomorrow, and then they travel to Toronto on Friday. That Toronto game will be tough. The Toronto game will be tough because Toronto is a better team than Boston is. Isn't it so baseball, too, that, like, that could be the game for the record? And that would be, like, at Toronto, right? Like, your toughest game of the season so far. It's just amazing how They should flex that Toronto game. Should that be for the record? They should flex it to at least ESPN. Does Apple still do Friday night games? Oh, they do. They should flex it to Apple. Because that'll be at Toronto. It's a seven oh seven start Eastern time. Like, that's that's a primetime game. That's a big storyline. I wish... I wish that storyline was getting hyped up more because that's a big deal if they win 14 in a row to start the season. Oh, if it was the Yankees and the Dodgers, they'd be shoving it down our throats. Because it's the Rays, you know, and nobody cares. So I know it's true, though. Uh, Speaking of baseball, we had a lot of results from earlier today. Astros won 7 0 over the Pirates. You had the Twins beat the White Sox 3 1. Yankees sweep the Guardians. They win 4 3. Mets 5 2 over the Padres. 
The Mariners won 5-2 to two over the Cubbies. Dan, that was one of the weirder lines today. You had Logan Gilbert going against Marcus Stroman, which was pretty good pitching matchup. That total was 11. Oh. Now, those two teams combined for 23 runs yesterday, so I'm sure that's kind of played a part. But I was like, Stroman hasn't given up a run yet this year. Gilbert's a pretty good pitcher, and they only combined for seven runs. But that total was 11. And those double-digit totals in baseball are always strange. I, I kind of stay away and from Especially them. when they're not at Coors Field, right? Like, if they're at Coors, <laughs> you understand. But, yeah, I don't know how many 11s I've seen at Wrigley before. So I thought that was interesting. Speaking of Coors... St. Louis defeated Colorado 7-4, to so they do go under the 13 there. And uh, Cardinals have won back-to-back games now. D-backs 7-3 over Milwaukee. You had the Marlins win 3-2 over the Phillies. And the Angels 3-2 winner over the Nationals. Your guy Mackenzie Gore pitched today. Uh, another another not decent performance. Gave up a couple runs today. But you're you're liking your guy, Mackenzie. I'm Gore. telling you, Mackenzie Gore. I mean, you know, today wasn't his best day, but struck out six. First ballot Hall of Famer. Mark it down. <laughs> first. He's, com- he's coming. That's that's he's your coming. Guy. We're rebuilding this thing from the ground up, baby. First ballot Hall of Famer. <laughs> uh, the Oakland A's just hit a home run. They lead the Orioles now four to two. Damn, we can't lose to the Athletics. I mean, we've you know, already won the first two games of the series, but you have to win every game. We do a, a great show on Sunday, mm-hmm. and I have the privilege of watching you watch Alabama win the SEC championship. Mm -hmm. Granted, the game was not remotely close after about 14 minutes. Alabama was just destroying them. I've never seen you as a fan react to a close baseball game, so I'm hoping for you (laughs) and for me that the Orioles come back and win this just to see what kind of emotion that would invoke from you. Yeah, it's April, so unfortunately it probably wouldn't be as good as you would hope. I'd still get animated and into it, but yeah. Now, if you come back to me in September, if they're in a wild card chase or if then, they're in the hunt, then it's going to be a different beast. Then, then exactly right. Then we're talking some some big stuff. Uh, let me get your thoughts on anything live right now in Toronto, Chicago. Raptors up five thirty nine thirty four. Raptors are favored by seven and a half. Total is two oh eight and a half. So you have a little value on the Bulls here, although it is juice minus one twenty five. You want to take them plus seven and a half. And then, again, the total, 208.5, closed at 212.5. So anything there that you like at all? You know, there's nothing there that I feel super passionate about. And as you say that, the line moves to 6.5. So there's nothing there that I I feel super great about now. I think I would let this play into the half. And then just based on how the final six-ish minutes of, of this first half go, then I would decide something, but nothing right at the moment. Yeah, all right, we'll see. Hopefully the Bulls can just keep it within the number. First to two games tonight. Uh, NBA playoff basketball is here. You know what else is here also? The RBC Heritage. That starts tomorrow down in Hilton Head. Pamela Maldonado is going to join us. Denton, you know how some weeks you just get a feeling that a guy's going to win a golf tournament? Give it to me. I, I really, really have a good feeling about who's going to win this week. And maybe Pam and I are aligned. I'm interested to see what she says because I feel really good about my pick. Hour number two, BetMGM tonight, coming up after the break.